We got some breeze bits. We got some breeze bits. They're coming in hot, so ready or not for raised bits. Mmm, bits. My bits. You got your bits? I got my bits. Oh, yeah, because we're, we're just, we're starting already. Mmm, mm, <laughs> bits. Yeah, love, Jesse. Love when we just started up randomly. Jesse was caught off guard a little bit. Usually I do some testing, but this right. one I, I kind of wanted to see how Jesse would react. Just kind of thrown into the fire. Look at me. I'm Th- shook. Through the fire and flames like in Guitar Hero. Right. You ever play Guitar Hero? A little bit in college. Remember that one? Yeah. That was the hard one. It wasn't easy. You, I don't. I don't remember that one specifically, to be honest. But I remember through I the fire there. and flames by Dragon Force. It was the hardest. I don't know which. Whatever the one I played, I don't know okay. which version. Guitar Hero two or I feel like three or two. I feel like not one. <laughs> I wasn't. A, I wasn't on board. I kind of was a bandwagon fan sure. of Guitar Hero. Literally of the band. Of, nice play, playing in the band. That, now we're cooking. No, now, now, now I'm in it. He's in it to win it. Now he's all settled. Bingo. Yeah, you call me off guard. But this, I'm, I'm a point the steam guard. is wafting off of you now. Yeah. Before you were like, you know, when you uh, cook with like like vegetable oil or olive oil, and it it's it too hot, and you, yeah, you dropped it in splattering. That's what you're now, like. Now I'm in there. I'm on the surface. I'm getting a nice brown, crisp, golden crust to me. Love that. Yeah, I need that. Yeah, I want that. Anyway, guitar hero. I was very into guitar guitar hero for like four months of my life. And I was pretty good. When, what what age? It's like right before going to college. I feel like that summer, we had it. I think we must have gotten it around mm-hmm. that time. And huge, huge guitar hero for a, a small amount of time. You were jamming. I was jamming, but then I realized like, it has nothing to do. I guess it has a little bit to do with guitar. I'm pretty sure I read that uh, Post Malone like learned how to play guitar from Guitar Hero. Well, there you have it. I mean, I'm not sure how much guitar uh, he has in his songs from his own. I feel like he's got a lot of hero, though. A lot of hero. Absolutely. Tyler Hero. Mom, Miami Heat. He's a rookie. Playing well. I didn't even, didn't even know. No? He's from uh, Kentucky. What are you going to do? You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just shooting. Is he, a wild, <laughs> is he a wild cat? He is. He's really good. He's, you're going you're gonna to know that name. He actually hit a buzzer beater. He was the hero of the game. That's his name. I'm glad you made that connection because it would be bad if it was a missed connection. Bingo. Wow. How about that? That's great. That's good host work. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to get these transitions, kind of see the gaps, yeah, and dish the dimes. I love it, Danny Dimes. <laughs> love that, Danny Dimes. Dimes, Dimes Daily. It's a a place around here. Deuce That's Daily, Deuce Daily. <laughs> the second Deuce Daily reference of our yeah. our pod history. So we got some good misconnections, misconnections to refresh or welcome any new Brazerbacks, Brazer bitches. If you're a new listener, welcome. We're always glad to have new listeners. We got some new international. Listeners this week, I don't know if you saw. I didn't see. Japan is crushing it. There, we have a huge loyal Japanese contingent. They uh, take a lot. That's amazing. To to capture the Japanese contingent. Yeah. Um, UK is second place. Okay. But Japan's running away with it so far. Still have that one, the one Chilean. Shout out Pat. Yeah. So so we got an Austrian listener now. Nice. I'm pretty sure I know who it is. I have a friend who lives in Ah, Austria. But we'll find out if it's him. Maybe it's someone else. Interesting. It could be a rando Austrian. Yeah. I have a friend named Jordan Austrian. His last name is Austrian. He doesn't listen to it. Nice. So it's not him. Nice. Um, so uh, we got some misconnections, some solid misconnections. One from my brother, and Peter Rat is his name that he's going by. Love it. For the pod. That was his AOL AIM screen nice. name. Um, 
Yeah, actually, I don't think I have it on my email because it's on the Braze Bits email. Do you have it? I could pull that bad boy up. I could pull it up right here. Yep. Want me to read it for you? Yeah, let's do it. This is from, what was his, his uh, AOL email? NP Durat. NP Durat. Hey, guys, great pod. I mentioned this to Lance already, but I generally listen to the pod on my commute to and home from work, which is either before I eat breakfast or before I eat dinner. The descriptions of food make me very hungry, sometimes to the point where I need to take a listening break so I don't get too crazy. Huge. Huge. I've gotten that from other people also who are getting hungry from our bits, which is exactly what we're cooking for. Anyway, a suggestion for the misconnection segment from last episode. Lance was referring to Olive Chicken, the K-Town spot, and you very briefly teased the idea of words slash people associated with love. These are the obvious, there are the obvious connections, such as Kevin Love, Reggie Love, One Love, Love Truck Stops, etc. But these are mere low-hanging fruit, and while hot bits, not tremendously additive to the flow of narrative. There may have been an opportunity to pivot by mentioning Danny Love, the illustrious DJ and MC of Sammy's Romanian, a.k.a. Famous Sammy's. Sammy's Steakhouse. Romanian yes. Steakhouse. Could have, been, could have brought the pot into an alternative universe to discuss the food and experience at Sammy's, which feels like it's right in your wheelhouse. A nice alternative universe to the episode. Hope that's helpful. We'll send others as I come up with them. Nolan, a.k.a. NP Durat. Huge. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, are you a Sammy's Romanian? I've never been. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I don't want to talk. About, no, no. Wow. I've, I've, I've heard a lot about it. I've had friends who go there. I've seen pictures, seen I, videos. I feel like it was built for you, you think specifically. So? Why? Yeah, you'd love it. I mean, I like steak. You like steak, and there's like people taking shots. You don't really go there. It's like imagine it's an adult bar mitzvah. That's right, 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 what right. it is. So it's it's not too far from here. It's been around for a long time. I feel like the 40s or 50s, um, and. You go there, you get these gigantic, um, I don't want to say pitchers, but blocks of like vodka. That's that amazing. They put. Um, then you get food, and the food is not good, particularly. You're not going there for the food, but it's like... Is it Jewish? It, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's like Romanian, it's Romanian, like, Jewish food. It- so there's a guy, Danny Love, he is the comedian slash MC who That's runs amazing. it. He comes in, he starts immediately heckling you um, and everyone that's, that's there. Uh, you do, there's like songs. People like, are like dancing. He, like, look, like, like, yeah, people are dancing. You do like a horror. Is like it pretty Shalom much? You, it's that. like, oh, I love it's, that. Uh, wow. it's great. And is it open every day of the week? Like, are people partying? I don't know. So I went, I've only been once and I knew of it for a long time, but I, yeah. it's kind of, it's, it's not, it's you know it's it's a it's a money because you're sure. eating a I've big a huge. Well, that's because who do you hear that from? From a Jew, oh. <laughs> a cheap Jew. <laughs> well, um, the experience is is out of this world. There, there's no place like it. I'm confident in at least in uh, in Manhattan, sure. number one, and in general, kind of. It's it's a it's a, a one of a kind. It's pretty place. legendary. Like I've, I've, it's I've legendary. And this guy Danny Love it. is like he's un, unbelievable. One love without without Danny Love. I mean, it's it's not the same place, right? Or a Danny Love type person. I don't know if they have rotating people. If he's you know, it'd be tough if he's doing it every night. Yeah, and I can't imagine on like a, a Tuesday night or Monday night, people are getting like slammer face doing shots. And I would I wouldn't them. imagine that it's like it was on a right. Saturday. And you kind of it's 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 a place where you're going to be friends with everybody. Yeah, yeah, at the, yeah. We we sat next to so we went. I said I didn't want to go because I always wanted to go, but I, I said I told because my dad had been going 
Really? Uh, for years and years. He actually said every time he's went, he never has not thrown up. Ha! Huh? Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, so... But he, I, he keeps going back. He keeps going back. Um, but I said, all right, we'll go when I get... Uh, well, first, I think when it was my brother got engaged or I got engaged. And then finally, I got engaged. So we all went. You went with the family? It, we went with... So it was my dad, my brother, wow. um, Drew Bledsoe, my nice. sister's boyfriend. Um, and then uh, the plum, a family friend and his dad. The plum? The plum. The plum? The plum. The plum. The plum. The plum. Yeah. The plum has been mentioned in the pod. Did you get hammered? Yeah. How many shots yeah. did you take? I mean, I didn't go. This uh, this was recently. I, I If it was a few years ago, I would have went a disaster zone. But I can't. I can't. It's vodka, and I can't do vodka. Yeah, vodka shots also yeah. are tough. So, but it's hard in that atmosphere, I imagine, to like turn down drinking. Cause you don't no, be that it's, guy. A, it's a situation where you should... I mean, no, you you can go and not drink, but like drinking is certainly part of the, the yeah, thing. The experience. Yeah. I, I got to do it once. I've heard um, so much about it. You got, I would, I would go with you. Let's do it. I would break my not really drinking. That would be, just be, to go be there. funny. I mean, good yeah. Pod fodder. Yeah. Godfather. It, yeah. Well, yeah, we could, I mean, you would get a, a little Jewish comics. Uh, That'd be fun. Leo Wolf. Yeah. Oh my God. He'd be a, a, a prime candidate. I don't know if Leo would drink, but he would be, he'd be really funny there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. Highly recommend. Um, we got another misconnection. We got another misconnection. From my friend. Do you have it up? Is it, it's on the Braze Bits uh, Instagram. Uh, I'll, I'll bring it Pretty up. Sure We're a little slow with our uh, technology. It up. Yeah, so uh, Schnackgram. Maddie Schnack. She's a friend married to, they just got married, Maddie and Jack Schnack. I think it's Schneck. Schneck or Schneck. That's great. Yeah. Love that. Um, but they had a misconnection. Yeah, we're talking about guac, chips and guac. Yep. Top nine foods, combos. Yeah. Jenny from the guac. Yep, love that. Solid. Surprised we didn't, we didn't, we didn't have that. I actually, so it's, it's, it's great that Schneck Graham brought this up because I listened to last, you always got to listen to the game tape. Sure. And see how you can improve. Play it back. And I did some misconnections, just two of them, but Guac was one of mine. I was going to say uh, Guac a Flock of Flame. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> That's strong. Yeah. And then the other one, when I was, I was saying that something was uh, too, a cloche mm-hmm. in French, and you thought I was saying clo- closure, mm-hmm. closure, and it reminded me of Austin Crozier. Wow. Yeah. On the Pacers? On the Pacers. Wow. A that classic been... NBA player from the yeah. 2000s. Wow. That yeah. guy would have never survived today's NBA. No? There's no, I don't think there's any more of those like white, just like athletic defender guys. I don't even remember his style. Did he shoot threes? I mean, if he I shot threes, know. he's I fine. I don't think so. All you got to do is shoot threes. He's like a Mark Madsen type guy. Mark Madsen. Like hustle, well, played defense. I don't think he even made it in the He just danced. Yeah. Right? Mark Great Madsen. dancer from the Lakers. Yeah. Great dancer. So good misconnections. Yeah. Yeah. So that's huge. Um, and you got anything else before we kind of... Um, oh, yeah. I wanted to call out... Um, I don't know if we want to do it by name, but might as well. He, he commented on our uh, Instagram, Zach Menudo, is it one of your friends. Yeah, yeah, Zach, uh, Zachary Snackery. <laughs> yeah. He called, uh, he said, my pick, my, my burger. Oh, burger yes, this is great. Yeah. Yeah, I love out, that. Yeah. He called out the Brindle Room for ha- being uh, bad service and uh, pretentious, and he's always had a bad time there. I mean, to each his own. I've never had a bad experience there. I think it's the best burger in the city, but appreciate Zach Menudo coming after my neck on it. Yeah, Brindlewald, uh, <laughs> practicing the dark arts there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I no, I love that. Uh, I think keep us humble. We're not a, we're not a food review podcast by right. any means. Our but, yeah, but everyone, I think we got Brazerbacks expressing solid opinions. I've never been to this Brindle Room, and I'm now kind of more interested to go right. to kind of settle this debate between yeah. you two. I do respect Zachary Snackery's food opinions immensely. He's uh, he knows he knows his food. Sure, I think the more this place has gotten popular, it might because it's a smaller restaurant. It might be like just the you might have went when it was it's been packed or they they might have kind of lost their fastball. But every time I've gone it's like there, Greg Maddox in his late thirties, yeah, before they were like dominant, yeah, he still got the, the mechanics. But maybe they he doesn't have the juice anymore. But Brenda the room's always the juice. juice. You gotta have the juice. You need the juice for yeah, burger. especially yeah. one if you get medium rare or something. You want that yeah. juice? Yeah, juice is loose. Yeah. Uh, was there anything else? Feedback. Uh, I got something. No. Yeah. I got something. If what you, you got? got something. So thank you to everyone. I, I also, listening to the game tape, I was too negative about telling people not to leave reviews. Remember that? <laughs> I do I was remember like, that. I was like, don't leave a review. Cause <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Sometimes they get very you negative. You didn't want to force people to do uh, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but thank you to everyone who has. Yeah. And now I'm trying to be more positive. Love that. How's it going? Love that. Very positive. I can yeah. feel it off you. Um, and Lance I, is smiling from ear to ear. I thought of an idea. And I'm going to propose it to you. Give it to me. So we run a contest mm. where we have encouraged people to leave reviews, Let's particularly walk. on iTunes or okay. Apple Pod. What is it? Apple Podcasts? Yeah. iTunes, are they the same? Same. Yep. Same. People say like they're different. Like, it's they're, all, they're the, I know they're the same, but yeah. just pick one. Like, yeah. Why don't they pick one and Orange. tell us which it is? Apples to oranges. Yeah. All right. So, so, so leave, if you leave a review... We'll have a contest, and we'll start it now, I guess. Okay. Um, and we'll run it through maybe two or three weeks. And we say the best review like wins like a gift card to something, right? We'll figure out an amount. That I could is, dig it. Yeah. And by best, you mean funniest or just like the best like well, uh, written review? This is where it comes in. We won't be the judges. Ooh, the Brazerbacks are the judges? No. Who's the judge? <laughs> judge Judy? No. <laughs> judge Fudge? No. Who's the judge? He's been mentioned quite a bit. Not Seidel. <laughs> you to put it in Seidel's hands? I think that's what we got to do. Oh, my God. Have the dealer decide. That's fair. <laughs> He's going to write his own. Has he written a review yet? He's going to write know, his own review. Well, if it's, he can't do his own. All right, that's fair. I, I mean, think that's a great idea. That's a classic dealer, no deal. He's, he's the man in the, the sky. All right. Yeah, he's the banker. What do you think? I'm into it. I think it's a solid I'm into idea. Seidel, so, he's going to love the power. The guy yeah. loves the power. Yeah. I'm into it. I thought it's a great way to keep, you know. Yeah. Keep Seidel, keep Seidel <laughs> a huge part of the pod. I like that. Yeah. Let's do it. Seidel also got back to me with his sandwiches, melted mozzarella is the cheese. It's like roast beef, oh. melted <laughs> mozzarella. <laughs> I, 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 could, I was losing sleep over that. Yeah. I thought it was monster for a long time. Melted mozzarella, roast beef, and bacon. Yeah. That's a good sandwich. Toasted though. garlic. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Toasted garlic. All right. I, I trust Seidel's, uh his taste. Probably his good taste in reviews I actually as well. don't. So, yeah, Seidel, uh, he does have some allergies, so it limits his uh, gotcha. his food consumption. But the stuff that he likes, I re- like, I respect. Sure. But there's some things where he's like, I, I just can't have that. And sure. Like, that's, that's a bummer. That's fair. Um, but uh, he also said he made contact with Goose and that he honked back. <laughs> but obviously, Goose has, you know, said I was holding all the cards in this interaction. Right, I don't know right, how, right. To, how to get to the Goose. Yeah. Get him to the Goose. Yeah. Goose Gossage. Yeah. Get him to the Goose. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would love to meet Goose. 
Tony Saragusa. Goose would be. I would love to see Goose too. I haven't. I haven't seen him. I don't think. Right or review Goose. Imagine. Yeah, Goose. If you're listening, uh, honk back. <laughs> honk 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 honk. Should we get in some highlights? I think we should. Speaking of food, I got a. My highlight involves food. I had a tremendous um, dinner on Monday night. I went to Flushing Queens, and I got. Uh, I went to. I went with this comic. I call him uh, Alexi Lawless. Okay. Um, we went to a place called Kung Fu Zhao Long Bao. Okay. Uh, it's a soup dumpling place and also the Chinese food. And it was unbelievable. Best soup dumplings I've, I've ever had. These thin skinned soup dumplings. I'm not talking about them being sensitive. Uh-huh. Like, they're, they're not snowflakes. No, they, 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 they had this thin skin, with juicy insides, uh, had a great hot and sour soup. Also got these scallion pancakes with beef. It was, it was just Chinese food usually like feels like heavy and like afterwards like usually to me feels like it's uh I don't know just like don't feel good. This was like light but also delicious and I'll say amazing. you haven't had enough Chinese food because there's a lot of American Chinese food I think is like what you're saying right the greasy but there's so much amazing Chinese yeah. food here that is is like is right. is um just like great ingredients and yeah. you feel amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say the place yet because I feel like it'll be for a future episode where I just actually want to probably spend 20 minutes just Ch- talking Chinese about how food. great it is. Sure. Yeah. But there's a one, there's one place I go to all the time. I wonder, is it fancy? It's so it's not like it's, it's not super fancy, okay. but it's like, I can't go there. I would like to go there every day, but it's a little too expensive. Gotcha. Like the entrees are like between 15 and 20. Okay. You could get um it's not bad. you could get some stuff for a little less and the lunch special is amazing. But uh I'll just chow houses to this place. Oh it's right. unbelievable. Oh, we'll talk right. about it more another time because it deserves its yeah. own little feature. Let's do a Chinese food um, uh, the top nine. Yeah. Yeah. But um I think yeah, but uh I've I've had fancy Chinese food, which is which is like have you ever been to Shunley Palace? No. That's like a special event. We go there I'm going there for my dad's birthday coming up. It's like a very, it's very fancy. And is like, it in uh, in the city? It is. It's like Midtown. Got to got to stay in the city. It's got to stay in the city. Yeah. Unless you're going to Flushing. Have you been to Flushing? I've been per- to Flushing. So my favorite place. I've been to a Jialong Bao place in Flushing. I don't know if it's the same one. There's, there's a bunch. It was called Jialong Bao. Yeah, I know um, that one's like the most popular. Yeah. Um. And but my favorite Flushing place I've been to a few times is it's called White Bear. Okay. Um. It's just like a small dumpling place. They have it's the number six. It's this wonton, uh, very light on the outside, and then. The like the sauce, I couldn't even describe it. It's almost like a yeah, lost like it, sauce. It's like yeah, it, it's the best sauce. It's like almost like pico de gallo. It's not pico de gallo at all, but it's like Ooh. it kind of reminds me of it in a weird Ooh. way. The way that it's textured, Ooh. and um, it's Everybody, it's the best dumplings I've ever had. Like without even there's no no contest. It's wow. a runaway. It's like secretariat in that place. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Your brother right now, if I'm taking a break, probably making, he's probably, probably taking probably a everybody break. super hungry right now. Yeah, which I love. Um. Yeah, that was that was my highlight. Really, just game changing Chinese food. Yeah, yeah. I went to actually. Well, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was gonna just get into all these great get into it Chinese food Please. dishes I had on uh, Sunday night. Uh, my wife and I went to Wu's uh, Wonton King, which is actually not too far from where we are now. Never been, and it's very good. Sunday Chinese um, is classic Jew move. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like this place is great. Kind of classic. I think more Cantonese style. Mm. Um, don't quote me on that, but I mean it's on the know, record. So yeah, it's on the record. It's right on now. the record. Yeah. Uh, but they, they're known. One of the things they're known for 
at this place this like crispy garlic chicken Ooh. and it's just the great like crispy crackling skin Ooh. and then the chicken itself is very juicy mm. which i feel like when you get the crispy crackling skin oh. the chicken often could be dry right but this one can't beat the that. balance is yep. the profile is it was strong oh my god yeah can't i can't beat that yeah so love crispy we, we i also had we ordered a crispy duck half duck at this uh, place in flushing it was crispy bacon though Crispy bacon. An- another comment. Uh, crispy bacon. Octo- my friend October, who's, who's been mentioned, um, he said we were open fire cooking. The last episode was that good. That's that's amazing. That's yeah. a high high praise. Open fire. I love that. Yeah. But you're a soft bacon guy. You're, you like you like. I soft- could I could go crispy, but too there is such thing as too you crispy. Could? No, there isn't. That's not. I don't want to get negative. We're positive. I would also like to mention to <laughs> to the Brazerbacks that uh, this is Jesse's first podcast with a hat. I am wearing a hat. I've never seen him with a hat before. This is my new look. I'm wearing a hat. It, hat pod. It's so, a new a new look for Jesse. Yeah, I used to be a hat guy all the time. Wore hats in high school, college, and then I like became. I turned like 25, and then I was like, I can't keep doing this. Yeah, I'm an adult. I'm typically not a hat guy. Today, I just. Uh, yeah. I don't know. My, my my hair is lawless. Yeah, and also Alex, I, it's Alexi. Alexi lawless. Last last week I mentioned that someone heckled me saying I should shave my head. Yeah, so I just I'm I'm keeping my head on a low profile these low days. Low profile. Yeah, I kind of did the so when I when I um I wore a hat when I had super long hair all the time. I kind of want to do a bit about it, and then I stopped wearing a hat, and now yeah, I, have I have less no hair. hair. And but it's it's kind of funny. It's usually people yeah. who don't. I never wear a hat. I don't like wearing hats now. That's funny. Yeah, hat hair. Yeah. You can wear a hat. No, I have had hair. I had hair. You had hair. Had hair. Now you you had hair. Had hair. <laughs> Tell me how you're supposed to sit with had hair. No, that was a stretch. <laughs> Armstrong. Yeah. You got any highlights? You you were you're coming I got back from, from a uh, lot of highlights. Came back from a trip. Yeah. I went to Kansas City. KC. KC. KC Chazé. Nice. And... It was a great time. Highly recommend Kansas City. Uh, one of the big jokes was the Brazerbacks. My wife, a big Brazerback. Sure. One of the top Brazerbacks. And uh, Jill, who's my wife's maid of honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brazerback as well. And the whole joke was that she was trying to get Casey into the top nine. We did top nine cities a few weeks ago. Right. She's, so she was selling hard. She was selling it hard. Would you say it's 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 in your? I'm life? buying. You're buying. I mean, it's a little recency bias. I haven't, yeah. you know, I we're not going to put it in the list or take it out, you know. But it, I really liked it. Really thought it was a great pace for a city. It is a city, but it's not. I just I was talking to uh, recently unretired comedian Brett Raybould. <laughs> and he was he was like texting me about because he's he's from there. And right. I said, I said something along the lines of like, I liked it a lot. It's a, it's a city. It's like New York is full of sociopaths, and they're like in your face about it. Like mm-hmm. you have to kind of always look for visibility in a sociopathic way. Mm-hmm. The sociopaths even do right because everyone's crazy. But in, in Kansas City, I feel like there probably are sociopaths, but they're like slow burn. They they're can take hidden. their time. Right. Everyone there was really nice. Great food, which we'll I'll talk about the highlight. The whole weekend I think would be too long. Sure, there's a lot of cool stuff. I'll just do the food for the highlight. But Kansas City, big time fan. Love that. Um, How long is the flight from New York to Kansas City? It's like three hours. Not too shabby. Florida. Florida flight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Florida's a little like going down there. It's like two, two hours Same, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little less going back. Same thing. Nice. Um, but so we get there. I get there Friday night lights. And Friday night just got paid. Yeah. 
And I had met uh, the group at or outside this bar, and they took immediately um, started cooking hot. This place, Town Topic, this like kind of old dinery type counter, Casey Diner. that had been there since the '30s. Ooh. Wasn't your class? It's kind of like a lunch counter almost. Okay, um, known for their burgers, nice and like fries, shakes. They had pies everywhere. Twenty four hours, so a classic breakfast spot as well. Did you dip any fries in any shakes? No. God damn. I also my wife. Another highlight was that she listened to the pod on on the plane on the way nice. back, and I saw her. Are you and next she's to her? Like, yeah. So it was like it was kind of like watching That's a movie. High pressure. Yeah. It was like watching a movie with someone that you think is funny, and you're like, "This is you know, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was that kind of situation." But she was laughing at quite a bit. That's funny. Which was great, great to see. That's wild. And uh, she said, "You're." She loves the fries and ice cream, ice cream, mm. but that you are incorrect in the way that you um, execute it. You, what, you're, what you dip, right? I dip. Yeah, she said it's you don't. How do? You, how else do you do it? You, I guess, you eat them. They're distinct entities. You you have the ice cream and then fries on the side. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I mean that, Jesse's stumbling. He doesn't want to say the wrong I don't, thing. I don't, now, wanna, I don't want to get. He's, he's, he doesn't want to get into this. The whole but. the whole point of it was the combination. We're, we're combining. Well, yeah, you have them both at the same time. But are they in your mouth? You at the same to, time. You don't need to dip. And this is just. I'm just relaying the info. I I, I, I do appreciate it because it keeps the fries not as soggy. Yeah. So it keeps the texture of the fries. But I may I suggest dip. All right. I dip. You dip. We dip. Yeah. I'll, I'll dip into this and, and investigate I th- further. I think you can do a combination of dipping and keeping it separate, but I, I'm a big dipper. She's, she was a big fan of the combo. Good. They also said I was incorrect about the cheese and, toma- no, <laughs> and tomato soup. Yes! But I'm right about it, so <laughs> there's nothing to worry about there. If you're, uh, By the way, if you aren't uh, understanding anything we're saying, listen to last Pre- episode. Pre-jute on fire. Pre-jute is on fire. Yeah. Uh, most of the pod... You'll see from the episode highlights uh, the notes, but yeah. what we talk about are top nine food pairings. Uh, this it is got, kind of it got pretty tense. Yeah, um, yeah. So highlights. Uh, so town, this town place, town topic. I got a burger. So like a steak burger. So they're like thin. Nice. And I got a double Ooh, double double-ble. cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. It was recommended that I get it with cheese, okay. which is always. Are you normally not a cheese guy on a burger? I think they had like a hamburger and then a cheese. You know. Yeah. Always go cheese. Yeah. Unless but I liked how that kosher. was said. It was they a, recommended with it cheese. It was recommended with cheese, which, yeah. That's pretty, Love it's, that. It's pretty uh, ballsy recommendation. Yeah. I recommend yeah. the burger with cheese. Yeah. Good fries, like thin. Good burger. Good burger. Pr- right fries for the burger. Nice. Good burger, good fries, good vibe. Welcome to Good Burger. Home of Good yeah. Burger. Can I take your order? Exactly. So then Saturday, we go to um, Joe's Kansas City. Okay. Uh, which I guess used to be called Joe's Oklahoma, but then there's another bar. I don't know. So they changed the name to Joe's Kansas City. And it's, I guess, a night, like, not not super, like, in the night, it was uh, open in the 90s, so it's not, like, super, super old, but it's been around okay. for a bit. And it's considered, I guess, by a lot of people the best barbecue in Kansas City, and it did not disappoint. Long lines? Get in? Uh, yeah, pretty big line. Mm. I guess it usually is longer. We got there a little earlier than, okay. you know, your classic lunchtime, like 11-something. Wow, so you had um, a burger the night before, and then you guys got up and you just started to go back we woke up. It. We all woke up super early. We watched, um, we were some some soccer watchers. So, nice. Uh, Jill, yeah, is a, a Chelsea fan. Ah. Her boyfriend is an Everton fan. They played each other. Nice. And then Tottenham played after. Go Juice. So we, yeah, so we... Uh, 
There's a lot of soccer happening, Sweet. which is great. Anyway, so we woke up pretty early. So uh, by this time, you know, we're kind of starving. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I got the Z-Man. So this place is like a pretty big place. Um, a lot of tables, like a lot of memorabilia. I guess it has a lot of, I was kind of looking, perusing, like the Kansas City Royals are big fans of it. And nice. some are crediting it with it for helping them. Wow. You know, yeah, so... Barbecue baseball. Yeah, barbecue baseball. You know, classic, like a well-known, reputable yeah. barbecue place. I guess Bourdain, R.I.P., was a big fan of this place. A.B. Um, and Good uh, smell when you walk in? Great smell. Love that. Great menu. As I texted you a picture of the menu... Sure did. They had one of the sides. What was one of the sides, Jesse? Rice and beans was one of the sides. <laughs> Though, red, red beans and r- rice. Red beans and rice. Though, we didn't get them. That's what I was going to say. Uh, I didn't so, see any picture of so, the red so, so this, uh, you know, this was a, a situation where you get what the people you're with tell you. Also, one of the reasons I think I love Kansas City is when you go to a city with, like, lifetime city people who sure. live there, it's always going to be better. They know the spots. Oh, yeah, the veterans. They know how to navigate the right. city. It's good to go with a veteran. Right. And they're taking you to places where they're not, they're not sick of them. They're taking you to, like, the best places that they... They're taking you to the highlights. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is a highlight. Yeah. So I got this thing called the Z-Man. Obviously, you get the regular, the deluxe. Obviously, I got the deluxe. Nice. Um, and it was brisket, uh, provolone, I believe, the cheeses. And not just brisket, like brisket and then like more, like heaps, heaps of brisket. I would say like Todd oh, heaps of wow. brisket. Yeah. And uh, provolone, the, their sauce, which was great. It was um, it was kind of sweet. Okay. Um, just like real solid, substantial. They also had a hotter one that I put on. Um, a lot of sauce, onions, I believe onions, and um, on like this nice roll, the Kaiser like roll, Kaiser. And uh, I ate it. My wife was like laughing at how focused I was <laughs> on the sandwich, which I I kind of I don't know if you eat like this. I eat one thing, like I eat the sandwich and then I eat the fries and then I eat kind of a I mash it all up. I get I get the task done. I kind of zero in on the job. And, do you always do that with everything? With every I li- that's how I prefer to eat. Interesting. Um, and you usually have fries last? So this time I had, like, so we got some, a big thing of, like, fries to share mm-hmm. and onion rings. Um, really good onion rings, too. I feel like a lot of times places will mail in the onion rings. Yeah. They're, like, crispy and then, like, nice in, inside. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good onion ring. You can't beat it. Yeah. And then we also got burnt ends Ooh. for the table, and they were... People are going to be going nuts right yeah. now. Burnt ends? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. They were burning. Burnt baccarat. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So... Great. I, I mean, I haven't... I, I think it was my favorite barbecue experience I've ever had. Really? Um, I can't think of, like, that many barbecue places I've been to. I mean, Mighty Quinn's in, in New York I've that, been to that, a lot. That's but, really and good. And it's good, but it's, like, it's not an experience. You can't you can't replicate uh, a place like Kansas City Joe's really that well, I think, in the city. Uh, you need space, number one, which you don't have here. Right. And just kind of the more relaxed. The atmosphere, the smell, the, yeah. the waiting on line. Is it's like outside, I feel like. Even this place, it wasn't outside, but it was like, yeah. it's not It's not a place. It's a place you got to get out of the city gotta a little get bit. Out of the city. And this was like not in like the major downtown area. Nice. It was in Kansas, actually. It was our Kansas. So most of Kansas City, I guess, is in Missouri. But um, this part was in Kansas. That's so confusing. Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. Kansas, Kansas City. Yeah. So that was big. Nice. Uh, then we went to this... Um, for dinner, we went to this nice restaurant, Fox and Pearl, I think it was called. It was like a farm-to-table. Okay. They were cooking hot, like new American. I think like pretty new. Very conservative Fox News stuff? Uh, nah, definitely good. not. Good. I, I feel like the people in there, 
Kansas City, they're Kansas. They're definitely a red, it's a red state. Sure, but the people there were like, you know, the blue bubble. Gotcha. It's a it was city. a blue bubble, blue bubble type place. Got it. BB. Yeah, um, and uh, just really qual- high quality. Kind of like this podcast, Farm to Table. Yeah, exactly. Nice. High quality bits they were cooking. Um, got this like leek soup, Ooh. Uh, potato and leek soup. That was real nice. Nice. Um, Sounds like the the Trump administration. A lot of leeks. <laughs> a lot of leeks. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then my wife and I, we sometimes, you know, we did the thing where we got two things, but we kind of split them. I thought you don't like doing that. No, no, no. So if it's uh, agreed upon prior. <laughs> gotcha. Got it. Yeah. Um, Got it. So we kind of brokered a deal on the side. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Oh, we also had. I, oh, I can't believe I forgot this. Best best Brussels sprouts I've ever had in my life. Sprouts? Yeah. At, at the uh, barbecue place? No, or at, at the farmer's this, table. At the at the farmer's table. What was the? Uh, they were they fried, made? but they were like really lightly fried. You wouldn't even like if you didn't eat them, you wouldn't be able to look at them and know they were fried. And they had this amazing spice to them. Like, you ate, and it was fine, and then it had, like, this really After. nice kick. Um, and I don't even, I don't know what it was. I, I think chili oil is what we nice. kind of thought it, it could have been. Mm-hmm. We kind of deliberated because we were sure. all obsessed with these Brussels sprouts. Um, Probably fresh sprouts at the farmer's fresh. table. Yeah. Love a fresh sprout. Yeah, we split this burger and bolognese. That was really good. But the Brussels sprouts were um, unbelievable. That was a highlight. Brussels sprouts were underrated. I they are like underrated. But cooked well. If, if you don't cook them, they, they're, some, they're a food that they don't go in everything. They're a little high maintenance. Sure. They don't go in everything and if you don't cook them well, they're not they're they're okay. Yeah. I like them a lot and I'll have them quite a bit, but similar to um, Russell Wilson. I mean the Russell Wilson's a, a game Russell Wilson knows how to play. Not this in past any week, situation. but he he usually is. He didn't do well this past week. No, they lost to uh tech, the Texans, I believe. The Texans. They lost to somebody, but he's on my fantasy team. I'm on a Lantern Fantasy League. Nice. But I don't pay attention. It's probably the playoffs now. Yeah, he's. I think he's on my bench. Okay. I haven't looked. And Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, I think, is starting. That's not good. He's not doing That's not good. That's <laughs> or Kyler Murray. I, one of them. Both aren't doing that great. Yeah. So that's that's my saddest. That's there. great. Then the morning, the last morning, we went to a... It was actually called a bruncheonette. Mm. It wasn't like... But it said, like, yeah, it was like a... It was like this place, Succotash, it was called. And then like blah, blah, blah. Shuck-a-tash. Brunchinette. Brunchinette. And it was a brunch. I feel like there's not that. There's this. It is, a, and it, it, I think it's an apt name. The places they're like known for their more their brunch, but they're they let the. It's a more. It's a relaxed environment. It's not that like intense city Instagram brunch. city brunch thing where people boozing? where people are there to be seen. People aren't really boozing. Okay. Um, I don't even know if they had. They probably had alcohol, but I didn't. Like it didn't seem like a lot of people at a lot of tables were drinking. Some people uh, say brunch in a city. It usually means like I want to go to like drink. It's like a scene. Yeah, yeah, it's like a scene. Yeah. Now, this is like a more relaxed, like um, a more relaxed vibe, and you're you're hanging out nice. again. I think a place tough to replicate in in the city in New York City. With sure. I think you need a little bit more space for these types of places. The only comparable place I am thinking of was there's this um, I guess brunch type spot called uh, I think it's called the Mission in San Diego. Okay. I went there, and also similarly amazing, and just like really high quality, like bre- breakfast leaning food. But you, there are sandwiches there. Um, I got this scramble. It was like hash browns, scrambled eggs, and spinach. Ooh. I got, and you could have got like more stuff, but that's all I got with like solid toast. Nice. They had these pancakes that a bunch of people at our table got. They were thin. 
they were gigantic, but they were thin. Some flapjacks? Yeah. Thin jacks? Yeah, so you ate good well. coffee. They were known for this like pound or layer cake or something, but we didn't get it because we were too full. At gotcha. The end. You guys, you, you ate very well. Really pleasant. It took care of you. Yeah. That's amazing. And then we came back, and that night we had the the Chinese the uh, the garlic there you uh, go. garlic chicken. There you go. You're looking, you're still looking thin. Still, still looking thin. Did hot yoga yesterday. There you go. You sweated all the meats. Sweated all the all the meats. That's awesome. We were pretty active though. Walking. That's, uh, that's we, good. We, also about we walked a lot about. Yeah. We, we saw a lot of different things. I don't even want to get into it because we're already at 36 minutes. We're and We haven't even gotten we're into the, the main course. Yeah. So this week our top nine. We, so we, we did some pre-pod banter, which sure. was maybe a mistake in this regard, because it would have been good to get this live. Natural, yeah. I was reading this thing about how, I guess, Regis Philbin would never talk to Kelly Ripa, because... It's just smart. He wanted to get everything the, live. Save the show, yeah. It's smart, but it's... I mean, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that to you. If, if I just like, came we in, interacted with each other and said, hey, I can't talk. I gotta save it for the pod. That would be so funny. If I just came in, we had silence. It'd be weird. Martin Scorsese. I might, but it, we we should try it for a pod. It might might raise the uh, the tension if I come in and you just give me a head nod and then just like all right, we're going. Because then uh, I think we should try it. That we should, but we also see each other in non. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but, I mean, maybe we just we just stop talking. We just stop talking. <laughs> yeah, Save for the pod. All right, we'll try. <laughs> now nah, we got to talk. We got top nines this week. We're doing so. You were referring to we before we started the pod. Um, there's a little bit of confusion on my end about this this top nine list. You ever play Pokemon? Catch them all? Yeah. No, I don't catch them. No, you never caught? Not really. There is a move called Confusion, and that's what you did. I caught Confusion. Yeah, I did Confusion on you. I was I was Alkazam. Solid Pokemon reference AK. for the Brazerbacks. So we agreed upon top nine sports moments, favorite sports moments. Did we? We did. And then in the email, it started out as top five, top nine favorite sports moments of the 2010s. And then there was a follow-up email that said, let's just call it top nine favorite sports moments. Was there? <laughs> there was. But I'm not sure if you meant to like not include the 2010s. Because you said, so we don't have a lot of, uh, if we don't have the same ones. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Pretty much the discrepancy is my my list is just t- my from my lifetime top nine favorite sports moments, and yours is going to be from the twenty oh, tens. Great, so great, <laughs> love that. Need that. Yeah, we're ordering different entrees. Yeah, you don't want to order the same entree every Never. time. So I wonder if we're going to have some any crossover. I doubt it. I'm kind of a behind the back type of guy. Gotcha. I like a crossover. Um, also, a caveat is my list is. Sports moments that I either experienced live, like at the arena stadium, or I watched live on TV. So I've never experienced any sporting event live. <laughs> no, I have, but none of mine are so things because so experiencing you... sports live, as we know, is right. overrated. So. False. But this is why we're in the Yang Gang. Yeah. This is why we're rice and beans. Yeah. Kidney beans. Yeah. All right. Give me your, your top nine. Should I go? So I got top nine. These are my favorite sports moments of the 2010s. Of all time? Of the 2010s. Oh, okay. So, which is not close to all time, because my sports zenith is really from, like, 1997 to 2005. Right. It's when I cared. All right, so... <laughs> so it would have been nice if... Uh, we're, we're grooving. Yeah, we're grooving. So... MacGruber. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, when you order something in a restaurant, and they come out with something different, but you're like, 
Yeah, it's gonna be it's, good. It's gonna be good. Yeah, I trust so, them. I trust. This I is trust gonna be good. This. Yeah, we yeah we we're a good restaurant. So sure, we're cooking. Yeah. All right. Twenty ten. So I did it by year. So they're not kind of necessarily in order. Although number one is my top moment. Um, the thing I'll end with, but I'm just gonna go sequentially by year because we had said we we're gonna do the twenty tens. Um, so. <laughs> Number one, uh, 2010 NCAA basketball championship, Duke versus Butler. Do you remember this game? I do. So Butler, this was also when the but- Butler was like a 10 seed or I think 10 seed, 11 seed, something like that. Brad Stevens, Gordon Hayward. Brad Stevens, Gordon Hayward. They had not, you know, Cinderella run to the finals and they, ha- they hung with Duke. Great story. Duke, obviously, a lot of people didn't like. Um, and... Butler was down by like five with two minutes left. They come back, get it within one. They get the ball. They don't score. Hayward, Hayward like misses a shot, but it's really close. It was it's a, like he rim dropped it. Yeah. Then Brian Zubek, remember that guy? Yes. Now I do. Gets yeah. fouled. <laughs> uh, makes the first shot. Misses the second shot. The there's, Butler has no timeouts. They get the ball back with like two seconds left. Gay, uh, then what happens is Hayward. That was the rim yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so two rim, he had two rim jobs. Oh. He had an initial rim job uh, where it was like a really good, tough fadeaway type shot. Mm. It was online, but just hit the rim, but didn't it bounce down right. instead of bouncing. Um, and then Hayward gets the rebound from Zubek's foul shot, takes like three dribbles to half court, launches it as time expires, and hits the backboard, hits the rim, real close to going in. And if he had made the shot, they would have won. Right. I remember that. I remember, and, I remember watching that. Love that. It's like, because sports, in, in any any sports movie, that would have went in. Right. But sports, not a movie. That's why you, you love it. You get that heartbreak. Yeah. You got to love it. That 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 Butler run pretty much gave Brad Stevens the NBA job. It put, put Butler on the map, the program. Well, the second year after that, they made the finals again. Right. Which is insanity. They've had a couple of insanity. NBA players come from there. I forget the other guy. Shelvin Mack was Shelvin pretty big. Mack, yeah. Yeah. They were, he was on the team, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also this was big for me. I cared more about college basketball then than I do now. Mm-hmm. Now, although on Saturday, another highlight I didn't mention, Kansas City went to the college basketball like experience slash Hall of Fame, huh. which is like a Hall of Fame type thing. But they also had all these different like basketball games nice. you could play, and it was awesome. Sweet. And uh, the best part about it is you, know, you get tickets, and the, all the proceeds go to college basketball players. Is that true? No. That's a bit. See that I should have saved that for the Zeta joke. That's yeah. that was a good one. Yeah, got so, me good. So I, I to be fair, I it's a recycled bit. I did it at the uh, at the event. That's all right. It's good for or, the environment. Yeah, and it it did well there. Nice. So. Um, you tested it and you put it on the pot. Yeah. Uh, second, we got 2010. Do you remember Armando Galarraga's non-perfect perfect game? No. You'll probably remember this when I say it. I was watching this Atlanta Braves. Uh, no, um, Detroit Tigers. Uh, pitching a perfect game. Oh, I do remember this. Yes. And the, the umpire blew it. Uh-huh. And he was crying. So it's, yeah, oh, so my God. It's, I do remember uh, that. So it's the... This is your, your, so your favorite moments? Yeah. So it's my favorite moments because I like what sports... It's like the ultimate human... It's, yeah. it's unpredictable. You see human potential and also human catastrophe. Sure. And two outs, uh, ground ball. It's kind of close. But it's a bang bang play, bang bang play. But it's not that bang bang. It's not like the it's, replay. It's not like a showed. photo finish. And when you're watching it, yeah, yeah, he, he's called safe. There's no replays at this time, so he's safe. You watch the replay; it's he's clearly out. Yeah, 
Um, and that umpire got reamed out. Yeah, pretty sure it, he was crying on the field. Yeah, um, but what's great about that is um, Galarraga. You know, he took like a chance. He took it like the way you're supposed to take yeah. it. That's an unbelievably crushing thing to get taken away. A oh perfect game, unbelievable achievement. And look at him now; he's getting he's being mentioned on, on our Braves bits. Now, top he, nine. now he's this being mentioned for him. on Braves bits. I don't, if he got a perfect game, um, would that be in you your top nine? You got a feel nine? for the umpire, right? It's obviously a bad decision, but yeah. it, it that it just shows you how tough it is to be a referee oh, yeah. because now you're known for one bad call, right? Um, and what? How many other jobs are like that? You mess up, no one right. cares. No one does anything. I don't know how well umps are paid, but obviously they're not paid close to as well as players. No. And it, it's one of those thankless jobs that you're only going to be recognized if you mess up. Sure. And um, what about the 99% of other calls that right. he made right? No one you ever know? says, no one ever talks about uh, the highlight reel about a ref having or an ump having a good game. Yeah. This ump, this ump was making good calls all, all day exactly. long. Exactly. So I, I kind of said that because I, I loved how Galarraga handled it, and yeah. I kind of wanted to call attention to that. That's in funny. A, in a kind of sideways Interesting. way. Sideways. Sideways, great movie as well. I never saw it. Really good. It was, uh, what's his name? My from, parents from had, had a DVD of it. Bumping the DVD. And I would always like see it when I would like would walk around our house. So it was like, what, I was like, oh, sideways. I'm like in my house. Yeah. Um all right, so this one you're going to hate. And I kind of oh. put it on because I want to get your reaction. Uh, 2010, Blake Griffin dunking on Timothy Mozgov. I was thinking about putting that on. <laughs> that, that's a traumatizing dunk. Yeah. That, I was, put, that was when he was like just jumping and like throwing the ball yeah. at the rim. Is that, is that even a dunk? So for context, just uh, YouTube this if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Blake Griffin, he's, it's his first year in the league. He was a rookie, but he got injured his first year, so he didn't right. play at all. This is kind of his first like few months. It's November 2010. Um, and he just jumps over Timothy Mozgov, who's, what, seven foot? Yep. Seven one? Yep. And uh, <laughs> it's great. And uh, I like it because I think it's a metaphor for the Knicks this Knicks, decade. Absolutely. I just, I just heard a really cr- – I don't even want to get into it, but a crazy joke about the Knicks uh, – Someone was talking about. Uh, I don't need to get into it. It's a, it's a bad joke. Maybe I'll, I'll do it during. Is that a joke segment? You know how a lot of people you say that and then people peer pressure you yeah. into. You don't need. You, to you do don't it. have. No need. <laughs> I appreciate. It. No need. Uh, 2012 Tebow mania. <laughs> this is the <laughs> craziest top nine. <laughs> Blake Griffin over Timmy Mozgov. Galarraga's non-perfect game. Tebow mania. Yeah, I love the anguish of sports. Yeah. Tebow mania I like because it was, I think, what I like to call in my sports analysis brain, the last innocent sports story in the sense that Tebow mania launched, I think, the the unbearableness of sports media. Mm. Do you remember that? Sure. When it was like, I guess first take, polarizing. I guess, was around. Yeah. People like ESPN, really ESPN, but then it kind of now snowballs into all the blogs and everything and podcasts and all that that exists, like not being able to handle Tebow. And then it just turns into like, I think that was the beginning of take culture. Sure. If I'm going to have a take myself. Yeah, that's People like couldn't handle his success because he was quote unquote. A virgin. Not, (laughs) he was a virgin, yes. Uh, Because he was a virgin and just because he, I guess he was not skilled. Conventional, yeah. Conventionally skilled. But he just willed the team to win. Yeah. And they they won that surprising upset against the Steelers. They steward the game. Every, the every every game was magical, I feel like. like it was it, magical. They were always coming from behind, and he would always be, like, scrambling. It was the best. Pitch, like, barely throwing it, but it would always be a great pass uh-huh. somehow. 
He willed. He willed. The yeah. Lord. It was all. It was all the Lord Jesus yeah. Christ above yeah. him. The Lord. The Lord. That was great. And now I think sports media in general. One of the reasons I haven't really been watching the NFL is because I think the media surround surrounding it is unbearable. And I like Romo. This but was the beginning. That, yeah, Romo's great. Yeah. But the this was the beginning, I think, of the sure. end Hot in takes. that regard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 2015, uh, the New York Islanders. I'm an Islanders fan. Sure. Uh, this is the year they won their first playoff series since the early 90s. Wow. So pretty much my whole lifetime, the Islanders, bad team. Wow. Right? Late 2000s, they dra- draft John Tavares, first pick. He's supposed to be like the savior of the franchise. He's always really good, but the team hasn't never really catches up to him. Right. By 2015, they're good enough. They make the, they made made the playoffs in a few years prior. They took the Capitals to seven games. I think the year before, or maybe two years. I think the year before, um, and they played the Panthers in the first round in 2015. Um, you know, it, it could. It's just one of those series that could go either way. Um, but it's Game Six. It's in. It's their first season in uh, Brooklyn. Which is definitely bittersweet symphony. Um, <laughs> Did you ever go to any games? You never went to any Allen I've games? I've been to a so I've been to a Barclays Center game. Barclays Center is nothing compared to the Nassau Coliseum. Talking about live sporting events, Nassau Coliseum is the only live sporting event worth going to. It's the only place where I've enjoyed. Interesting. It is a well. Now they redid it, so I don't. I haven't been there since they redid it. It's Last kinda- year was the first year they opened it up. They're they're all, they're having like some game home games there right. now. It's kind of confusing and not worth going into for... Yeah, for I've heard it's like a political situation. Kind it of. is, yeah. yeah. Andrew Cuomo. Bingo. Um, so, um, yeah. I'm not a I big was, hockey I, guy, so I, um, I know about Tavares being good. Yeah, so anyway, this game six, they're, they're up 3-2. Uh, down one nothing with a minute left. He scores. Uh, solid goal, kind of crafty goal. He takes it away kind of from Roberto Longo. You know Ooh. Roberto Longo? I know Longo. I think Barry Melrose is this thing. He's like, Roberto Longo, he's a hockey player, <laughs> which that's what I think of that's about Roberto Longo. That's a good impression. Uh, so he scores, ties it up, and then it goes into overtime. No one scores. Second OT, Tavares, has this, again, has this like, great goal, Ooh. and they win the series. Ooh. And it's like a great moment. Wow, winning, in, winning the series in OT? Yeah. That's, that's huge. And then they get crushed the next series. But now the Islanders are one of the – they're really good this are year they? so far. Nice. Yeah, one no of the best Tavares, teams in the league. Right? Tavares left uh, not last year or this last. I guess last year was the first year without him. He signed. He said it was kind of again. We don't need to get into this, but um, he was nicknamed the Snake. Snake. You know, he's uh, he kind of had always said he was going to resign. He's like I'm committed to Long Island and the Islanders, right. and then he went and signed with the Maple Leafs. And he posted a um, a picture of him in his Maple Leafs pajamas. He's from I guess that area. Oh yeah. He posted yeah, a picture yeah, yeah. of his Maple Leafs pajamas. So it was like. It was like a real slap in the face. Yeah. Because it was like he's, his whole thing was how he's loyal. And then the, literally the first day you could be a free agent, he posts this picture of him in his pajamas. So he's also a pajama boy. But kind of in an interesting twist, everyone thought the Islanders were going to be the worst team in the league last year. Or one of those back. teams. They, not only are they back, they made it further than um, than Toronto. And this year, Toronto fired. Their, they're kind of in a mess. They're kind of a mess. And the Islanders are one of the best teams. So cool about that. Uh, 2018. Um, we got Patriots versus Falcons Super Bowl. Okay, I'm sure you remember that. Of one. Of course, Falcons yeah. were up twenty eight to three. Yeah, never a big Super Bowl guy. Um, a lot of hype. It's a little too much for me. You know, like the the foods, the the the, uh, the food experience. Uh, I'm sure we'll get dips. to that. We'll, we'll talk about that, and I'm sure we'll get to that in a Jenny few a few weeks. Okay, <laughs> Super Bowl foods. Chip that's, off that's a good idea. Yeah, Super Bowl foods. Book it. Yeah, um, Cory Booker. Yeah. Uh, 
But this Super Bowl, kind of low key, we went to my friend the Gudge's apartment, who was not too far from Judge here. Gudge. Um, but none of us really cared. At halftime, it was like what twenty one three or something like that. And um, we went to CC's, which is a restaurant. Sabathia? CC Sabathia. He pitched up some nice food, mm-hmm. and then we were going to go. The game was like over, so we were going to. So my wife, my, my wife and I went to just back to our apartment, and then we we're like, oh, let's just turn it on. We might as well watch the end. And then from there, the comeback commenced. And we just like, couldn't believe it. It was, so it was like one of those things where it was like, uh, at once unbelievable, but also inevitable. Just like the focus that you, you Brady had. You feel the momentum. You just feel like that is what excellence and brilliance is. Right. That catch that uh, Edelman had, do you remember that? No. Not he like, um, it was like three people. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I hosted a Super Bowl party that year in my apartment in uh, Astoria. Got to get out of the city. Yeah. Um, had a nice spread, but the second half was so depressing. Because at the time, I, I was still a huge Patriot hater, Tom Brady hater. Yeah. And you could just feel it was inevitable, like you said, like they're coming back. Now, now I'm at a level where I, I respect it, and I, I respect his greatness. I respect yeah. it immensely. The key about the Patriots is that you can't watch any sort of Boston-related sporting event with any from, anyone from Boston, because it just ruins it for you. <laughs> I know. I went to UMass. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. As, yeah. That was that was uh that was sickening. <laughs> I imagine it would be sickening. Absolutely too. sickening. Yeah. Um. Norovirus. What? Norovirus. Norovirus. Yeah. S- yeah. Sickening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whenever. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I watch Boston sports with Boston sports people, get the virus. Norovirus. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then number two, I guess, 2019 also. Mm. Uh, Champions League soccer. Okay. Uh, so soccer now has emerged at the end of the decade as not really even that close. My favorite sport to watch, um, and I think it's the it it. Um, I think I think to be fair, some parts of it are circumstantial. So number one, the soccer media here is not insane. I, I feel like if I lived in England, I would not like it as much because it'd be like the NFL football media right. here, which I find unbearable. Right. Um. The fact is, that it's on the, the men morning. In suits or the guys men in blazers. Men I don't. Blazers? I don't listen to them. But Are they're, they American? They're British. Okay. Uh, they're pretty popular though. It's the only kind of media, soccer media, I yeah. know of. Uh, I just I read stuff at the Athletic. Nice. Um, you subscribe? Yeah, I do subscribe. Nice. Yeah, I've been it's really about good. Doing that. There's so many great articles. I, I should do it. Yeah, I would highly recommend yeah. it. Um, and there's this Tottenham website that I read. Um, and then one of my the person I knew growing up with his name is Ryan O'Hanlon. He's a soccer writer. Nice. He's like one of the 10 people I feel like that are actually soccer writers, but he like has his own universe of stuff. And it's actually helped me like kind of understand it's pretty complex, but I like soccer because I think it's the perfect combination of all the aspects of sports that I like. So there's the individual athleticism, which I think basketball and football kind of are the most, like that's the most on display. Right, just kind of these individual feats, especially like basketball, right? Like someone like LeBron right. is kind of like he could take the game over one on one. Sure. And you can't win a soccer game one on one, but there are these moments where like it's tied and like just like a very athletic or skillful move by one person will decide the game. Sure. So you have that. Um you have the teamwork that's essential. You can't really win a soccer game without like solid teamwork and understanding of how a team functions. So right. again, similar to basketball, I think a lot hockey, there's kind of a lot of that too. 
um, kind of anticipation. You got to know where everyone's um, going to be. Got to know where everyone is. It's a yeah. lot of strategy spacing individually without the ball. Um, and then just like the, the tactic, like it's like uh, coaching, I think matters in a sense a lot. And like uh, in terms of like how you're going to like your formations, it's, it's, it's more chess in a, in a way like that. Um, and then it also has um, something I, I like about baseball is is um, like the tension that kind of builds, right? In Slow like a pace. count. Yeah. So like, That's similar to soccer, yeah. Yeah. So soccer has that kind of tension it come, come, as well. It comes out of nowhere, like the, the goals and kind of the, yeah. like the explosions. Yeah. Um, so it reminds me of baseball in that way. Um, and... Well, also, like, so in football, right, you're the QB, so your skill set is kind of just, like, throwing, right? And you're a wide receiver, your skill set is catching, you're, a, you know, an offensive lineman, your skill set's blocking. Right. You have your kind of role you're going to focus on in um, in soccer, but you could kind of do everything. Like, um, you could play a little bit of every, you have your position, but, like, you could score, you could right. you could you play defense, you could, tap, you know. Right. Um, so Jack you could, of all trades. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I think it's the it's also a lot of intelligence that's required, mm. um, creativity, the way people kind of see different angles. Right, I think it's really fascinating. I like watching soccer. I've never, yeah. I, I used to watch more so, soccer. I like the World Cup. Yeah, well, I always watch the World Cup, and then there would never be a way. You know, I'd be like, "Oh, well, that's it. I'll yeah. watch it in four years." Right, and then I knew it was kind of on early, but I was like, "I'm not going to wake up early. I yeah. drink alcohol." You know, <laughs> so. Um, yeah, but after this past World Cup, you know, always got into World Cup, so I watched this World Cup a lot. And then after it was over, I was like, oh, I want to watch more soccer. And then a month later, the Premier League starts. So then I just started kind of watching all the How time. Do you watch it all online? No, it's on NBC Sports. All right. Yeah, just nice. watch NBC Sports any Saturday or Sunday morning, and it's usually on. Um, yeah, so that's like the Premier League, you know, is the English one. Then there's like the Spanish League, right. La Liga, Italian, German. Those are kind of the main four um, ones. But then there's the Champions League. You know the Champions League? Yep. Yeah, so that's like, you know, all the different, basically the best of, really, it's Europe. Um, so That's what Tottenham's in and Chelsea. So, yeah, so so Tottenham and Chelsea, they're in the Premier League, the English Premier League. But basically, to qualify for the Champions League, you have to finish in the top four of the Premier League. Gotcha. Um, so, like, each season, right, this season, right, the teams that finish in the top four will qualify for the next year's Champions League. Ah. So, oh, right. yeah. I, I knew that. Yeah, so it adds some some stakes yeah. and some sizzle. Interesting. Like, even if you're not going to win at the end, if you're getting top four is important. Right. Anyway, so Tottenham in the Champions League last year made it past, there's the group state. It's like a, it's set up like the World Cup. You're in your group, and then top two teams from the group go to the round of 16. Anyway, so they make it to the round of 16, they beat Dortmund, which is probably the second best German team to Dortmund. Bayern, Dortmund, gotcha. To Bayern Munich, okay. uh, you know Kristen Pulisic? Nope. He's like a best American. He was. He His was name is Kristen. Christian. Oh, Christian. Yeah. Got it. So he's he, Jewish. No, nah, he's Croatian. He's actually like very Croatian. Oh, I think okay. his dad's from Croatia. Anyway, Christian. Um, Might as well call him Croatian. Croatian Pulisic. Anyway, yeah. Uh, they beat Dortmund, which is Dortmund. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, that's that's like a you know it's it's a good good win yeah. but not like crazy unexpected okay. and then they play Manchester City who's the best Man City and they beat them in this like crazy wow. wild game I would recommend watching the highlights 
for that. It's pretty cool. Interesting. And then they play in the semifinals. They play Ajax, which is from they're from Amsterdam, and they're kind of a Cinderella story. Um, they had beaten. They're very young. They have like their two best players. One of them is 21 years old now. He plays for Barcelona. Wow. The other one is was 19, I think, at the time, and he now is in Juventus, which is like the best Italian team. I've heard of them. Um, and uh, they beat Real Madrid. This team which is like no one expects. And then they go and beat Juventus, um, which Ronaldo was on. And so they make it, they kind of like surprise everyone. They're in the semifinals. They, so all these games are two, they're two legs. There's like a home and a away. So Tottenham is home the first game. They lose one, nothing. So they have, they do two games. Yeah. So the second game's at Ajax. The thing about the champions league is a way goal. So if it's like tied at the end of a tie, Mm -hmm. right. So say like it's, uh, the first game Tottenham is at home. And they win one nothing, mm-hmm. uh, or no? Say it, it basically, if it's tied at the end of two games, like the aggregate tie, mm-hmm. the tiebreaker goes to away goals. Interesting. Wow. So Ajax wins one nothing at Tottenham, so they have one away goal. Got it. Uh, so basically, Tottenham needs to win this game uh, with more. Like if, so if they if Tottenham wins goals. if Tottenham yeah if Tottenham wins one zero then it goes into like overtime got it anyway so game starts Ajax scores right away one nothing Ajax wow. scores again in the first half it's two nothing so it's pretty much over actually Huge the degree. second the second uh, the second goal of the commentator is like Ajax has made it to the Champions League final, really you know? um, Jinx City yes yeah, so the second half comes Lucas Mora he's like he's an he's a attacker on Tottenham. He's not. He's kind of like now he's starting, but he's kind of like a bench player attack. He's not. He's not one of the primary. Harry Kane, which is the best player, is actually injured for this okay. game, so he's not even playing. Wow. Um, this guy Lucas Moura scores one goal early in the second half. A few minutes later, he scores another goal, which is like straight out of FIFA. He's like kind of dribbling, it's like crazy sauce. in the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then literally, there's five minutes of stoppage time. Literally in the fifth, uh, when the clock hits like five minutes, so literally like would be the last kick of the game scores that's wild and that changes so it, it had been 2-2 two, two, but the aggregate 2-2 two, two in that game but 3-2 total basically that goal went from Ajax making the final to Tottenham making the final that's banana that's yeah bananas. so again I just I feel like I explained it really poorly but it was like oh, yeah. very thrilling to watch that's what that's the one thing though about the timing with soccer is that I don't love is that like there aren't any buzzer beaters I mean technically well, that was a buzzer beater pretty much but isn't it kind of the discretion of the referee with when to blow it? Yeah, so you know they celebrated. Like they the, celebrated for two minutes, and the, I mean there was like another thirty seconds, and it was over. Right, so it's basically a buzzer beater. That's wild. Yeah, but why? Why isn't there? Why don't they just have an actual clock? I guess because the the extra the stoppage time and like the bonus time. Yeah, you know Americans were, were very fixated on. Uh, I need timings. I just yeah. I like. Buzzers. I think sometimes you got to let things flow. True. Yeah, I'm all about flow. And then my number one. Is Tiger winning the Masters? I was going to put that in. Just unbelievable. The, the, the most recent Masters, yeah, 2019, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2019 Masters. Just it's a controversial take. Controversial take. Tiger, I mean, womanizer. Yeah, but no, I think he's. I think he's. he's no, turned unbelievable himself comeback. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the best, <laughs> the most impressive personal comeback on like a high scale. Obviously, yeah. people turn their lives around and all the time, and yeah. those are amazing too. But to be at the high level he was coming down, coming down. He had spinal surgery. Spinal surgery. Yeah, so he had obviously all his personal problems. Self inflicted. Obviously, yeah. you know, not but um, works on himself clearly. Um, then he has the physical problems. Yeah, and did you watch that? Yeah. 
It was, I, I just I couldn't believe it. it was, I was like, I don't think it's... It was amazing. It was similar to... It's just like you see greatness on display. Yeah. And there's not that many people. That's why I actually... I like... You ever watch um, that documentary, Free Solo? No. About the guy... You know that documentary? Hope Solo? Not Hope Solo. The, the goalie who beat not, her husband? <laughs> not, not Hope Solo. <laughs> it's about the rock climber. No. He climbed... He scaled... Dwayne Johnson? <laughs> I, I, I think I think this is this is what it must be like if you're someone else and you're talking to us. I think that's this is what all our guests are going to feel like. I can't get through it. Yeah, <laughs> this is a rock climber. Yeah, okay. this is like trying to rock climb and falling down. <laughs> I got you. You're scaling. I got you. You're you got, roped in. You got my harness. Yeah, I got your back. Good. Harness Harness Drive was the road in my town where all the Christmas houses were. Ooh. Yeah. Christmas like lights and stuff? Yeah, you see the Christmas lights. And then one year they didn't have it. That's a, that's and the rumor was that they were all mafia and got it right. I don't know if that's true, but that, <laughs> was, that, was, that was the rumor. I feel like the, the yeah. big mafios was always went nuts for the Italian yeah. with the, the lights running yeah. their houses. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, just Tiger Impressive. What, I was saying something else. Though. Oh, the rock solo. climbing. Yeah, yeah, free solo. It's about the guy. You never, it was last year. Okay. Guy climbs this impossible rock wall, like, solo, which means he doesn't have any ropes or anything. So if he falls, he dies. Jesus. And um, I think it just represents, like, uh, you have to be... He's, he's a crazy person. Yeah. But you have to be that crazy to achieve something great. Right. And that kind of is like Brady and Tiger. Yeah. There, there's there's a human level of greatness that most people can never get to because yeah. it requires so much sacrifice and intensity and socio. Pathicness. Yeah, delu- being delusional at a certain yeah. point also. Um, yeah. But to see it kind of like the potential that it could achieve yeah. is, is awesome to see and to watch. Absolutely. So. It's called Free Solo? Free Solo. It's a Star Wars movie? No. <laughs> I mean, are you a Star Wars guy? Not really. Me neither. No. I just, I just know Han Solo. Han so Solo. What, right. So I went for the solo bit. Nice. That was a joke. Solo home run? It's, it's a run. It's a, the single, no, nobody on single. Base. Yeah, so that was a good top nine. Yeah, I feel like we didn't have. I was thinking about doing Tiger Woods, um, but we had no no crossover. Yeah, I, was, I told you I was a spin you're behind move. the back guy. I'm a spin move. So my uh, top nine, as we agreed upon, is just gonna be in general top nine favorite sports moments. Just you're doing a general so is chicken top nine. Bingo, general chow. Um, yeah, let's dive in head first. Uh, I don't have any swimming. Moments, but I'm a big swimming guy, and so I'm going to dive in off the, the top board. Someone would say, "Welp, you have no swimming moments," but I would say, "Phelps, you have no <laughs> swimming moments." The bong ripper himself. Here we go, number nine, February twenty fourth, twenty twelve. So this is still in the twenty tens. I, I do have a bunch of twenty tens, but I also don't. Um, Jeremy Lin hits a buzzer beater um, against the Toronto Raptors, a three pointer to win the game. Um, this was just one moment of the entire Lin Sanity entire uh, experience, which I was captivated by. And I feel like the entire the city was captivated by the country, the NBA world. I feel like was was going nuts about. It was when the Knicks had some hope. It was also when um, it was pretty wild. Jeremy Lin was playing so well. The Knicks were on such a, such a streak that there were, at the time there was a. Um, Cablevision and MSG were having, I don't know if you remember, they had like a, a dispute. And literally, Jeremy Lin was playing so well that they pretty much forced Cablevision to like sign an agreement with MSG so that people could watch Jeremy Lin and the Lin Sanity. I, I just love that entire... I remember watching in college. Um, 
I think Melo, it started off, Melo was hurt. So that's why Jeremy Lin was like the, the main focus. And then uh, he was and just Melo came back and it was over. Yeah. He couldn't, he couldn't handle another star. <laughs> yeah. Just so sad. Yeah. It was like a, it was like, it was like a TV drama. Yeah. Like you knew when. Exactly. And you could, you could sense like he just didn't like that he was getting the attention. Like he was the king of the city. Yeah. He couldn't be supportive of him. Um, but it was, I, Lin Sanity was cool. I was in DC. It was senior year of college, yeah. senior year of college. Yeah. And I remember being like, man, I want to be in New York because right. I don't think there's so few things that like unite the city. Yeah. Like I remember, remember when the Super Bowl was here? Yeah. It was like, I don't it was know, crazy it was, town. Yeah. But honestly, you could not even like, I, I was in Midtown one of the days and I was like, oh yeah, the Super Bowl's happening. Like I, I kind of forgot that it was oh, even true, here. True, right. There's so few things that like captivate the captivate city, the city yes. in a collective way. Yes, Almost right. nothing. Everyone's talking about it. Yeah. You can, yeah. Um, so few things, and this was certainly one of them. Yeah, I came back. I was at I was in college also, and I came back. I think for a couple of games during that season, and it was just the garden was electric. Everyone was just it was on fire. It was Bowery Electric? Bowery Electric, yep. Bowery Pizza. Um, keeping it moving and grooving. Uh, June first, twenty nineteen. Pretty recently, this is. I, I just I just love this the whole story. I, I watched I, wa- I actually watched this boxing match. It was um, Andy Ruiz Jr. knocked out Anthony Joshua. Um, Andy Ruiz for the heavyweight title. They actually just had a rematch and he lost. But Andy Ruiz is like this heavy guy. He's like a chubby guy. Um, heavy dot com. Heavy dot com. Uh, Anthony Joshua is huge. Like he's much taller. He's ripped. He's he's jacked. He's m- much more in shape. And Ruiz knocked him out. Joshua Tree. <laughs> Bingo. Good bar and also a good tree. And there's a bunch of Joshua Trees. And a trees. great place. Great place. Have you been there? Do you know Joshua Tree? Yeah, I've heard of it. Never been. Yeah. It's, in, it's like the desert. It's like two and a half hours outside of LA. And it's very, people go there like and trip on like. Tr- yeah, drugs. which I can't, it's insane. Uh, I can't believe people do that. I mean, it's it's a desert. It's like there's no, you know, you don't have like cell phones. It's just it's just a right. desert. So people trip on whatever. And then when we were there, I think what they were like signs for like, this like missing. It was really sad. It was like these two twenty year olds, and I, I guess they ended up dying. Jesus Christ! Um, because yeah, people do drugs, and then you're literally in the desert. Yeah, and you would have no idea where you are or how to get back to where you know. Um, but. It is. I, I thought, you know, seeing like what deserts were like, I was like, oh, it's a desert. I'm sure it's fine. But then once you're there, just the air and the the energy, highly recommend the desert. Really? Yeah. I've, I've been to a couple of those. Joshua Tree was day. great. It's like, it's like hiking. Right. You hike. Or I guess you do drugs, but. Right. And I'm sure it's it's crazy. Like the rock formations were wild. Blows your mind. Yeah. It was, my, it was, it was truly mind-blowing. I'm sure doing drugs there is probably a crazy experience, sure. but I think it's, it's definitely world. dangerous. Like It's like getting knocked into a different world, kind of like what Andy Ruiz did to Anthony Joshua. Or talking about Sammy's Romanian Steakhouse on the pod. Exactly. <laughs> different world. Um, Wayne's world? Wayne's world. And like, yeah. he, he was a huge underdog, Anthony Ruiz. And I also like, he was, he's a chubby dude. I like chubby dudes being the underdogs. And he was, I think, the first Mexican fighter to be the win the heavyweight title. Um, huge, literally huge. And he he just they had a rematch, and he just lost. And he somehow he did, I mean I can't blame him. He he had all this hype and or had all this uh, 
attention after knocking out Anthony Joshua. He gained 15 pounds. He was already overweight. And so he, 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 gained so he turned 15. himself into Joshua Tree. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, he got big. But hopefully they have another a, a third fight, which would be fun. And if he gets in shape, that'd be great. I've never been a big boxing guy. No? He's got to resent the fact that you have to like pay for it. You can, you can get it online for free. I don't do like, that. Some streams. Some Reddit streams. I'm not a big... Str- I, don't, I don't like to, to skirt the rules like that. Did you ever watch the uh, Mayweather-Pacquiao fights or the Mayweather-McGregor uh, fight? I, I think with Mayweather-Pacquiao, was that like a while ago? Yeah. Mayweather-McGregor was I think was I watched recent. that, but honestly, I think I fell asleep. I don't... I just... It's just like so many. Mayweather-McGregor and- was electric because McGregor was like... Was keeping up and there was, that has so much hype to it. Certain fights are electric. I'm not a, I'm not a fight guy. No. No, not for me. More of a lover than a fighter? Yeah. That's fair. Um, another 2010. My next one, December 19th, 2010. The Miracle at the Meadowlands. Um, this was the Giants versus Eagles. And I'm actually a Jets fan, but I'm a Giants hater. So I like when the Giants... Though, we'll see the, in the rest of my list. I have another Giants one, but... This was when the Giants were up by 21 points. <laughs> yeah, I and this. <laughs> the Eagles went on to score four unanswered touchdowns in the final seven minutes and 20 seconds of play. And on the last play of the game, uh, Deshaun Jackson ran back a punt return to literally win the game. And it was the first ever uh, punt return to win the game in the NFL. I remember that. And on top of that, one of my friends, the, the punter at the time for the, the Giants, the guy Matt Dodge, he went to Eastern Carolina. And one of my friends, Jordan Austrian, we were talking about earlier, was like friends with this guy, Matt Dodge. And like, that was his, his big like, talking point. And our friends like, I know Matt Dodge. He's a great punter. Yeah. And Matt Dodge really punted it straight down the field at Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Tom yeah. Coughlin he screamed at him. He should have Matt Dodge rammed himself into <laughs> Deshaun Jackson. Exactly. And didn't... Ram up. I and I that was just I, I it was it was funny it was amazing amazing play electric so I I so I'm a Giants fan I they won the Super Bowl in the 2010s sure did. and I didn't even have that in my top nine because the 2007 Super Bowl was way better right that was like the pinnacle that you could be and it's like well that's I was like I watched that and I was like all right, right. that's enough for me <laughs> and right. then I also watched that with my friend with the Plum who is the biggest Giants fan in the world must have been nuts. And he was like standing on the couch, and I was like, I can't, I can't do can't this. Stop that. I, I just like, I can't. I'm, it's over for me. Spoiler alert: that game is also on my top nine because I, I was at that game. You were there. I was there because I was in Arizona. Yeah, I was. Uh, I see. Tempe, Arizona. I'm hosting Tempe. I was actually um, senior year of college, senior year of high school, and I was visiting uh, Arizona State to see like, as like a safety school. And then my, my, I went with I like my dad. how you specified. It's like a safety school. Safety school. I got a safety, yeah. safety school. <laughs> it was actually my, Arizona It was State. a reach. Yeah. Um, but we made like a whole trip around it. Like we went to a, a Kieran visit. Trivia. Yeah. Good ref. Trivia? Who's, who's Trivia. It? Who's Trivia. That? Kieran Trivia? Who's that? I don't know. No, no, we'll find out. Uh, but I, want, I think that's my, I can say that's my next one. It was just amazing just being there. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Giants hater and a Patriots hater, so I wasn't rooting for anybody really. I didn't want anybody to win. I wanted the refs to win. You wanted game. Tom Petty, R.I.P. That was a great halftime show. Fantastic halftime show. Um, and just the whole Superman, Super Superman experience at the Super Bowl was awesome. And 
I'll never forget watching the, the David Tyree catch against his helmet. Like uh, that, that was the, the moment I was thinking of seeing from my vantage point, like Eli Manning literally thought he was sacked and he scrambled out yeah. and he just chucked it up. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Did you like Arizona? I liked Arizona State. Good food? I don't really remember the food. It was. It feels like a long time ago. It was. The, the, the campus. It was. It's like not resort. the 2010s. <laughs> I know. It's like a different decade ago. Yeah. But the Arizona State campus is like a resort. Every dorm has a pool, a lot of hotties and bikinis. And bodies. And, and bodies. A lot of hotties, a lot of, a lot of dead bodies. Not a lot of dead bodies. People were alive, at least from what I saw. They don't show you the dead bodies. They don't show it to you. But that, that was a top moment for me. I would like that. Welcome to the tour. Here is where the dead bodies are. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, that'd be electric. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're grooving. Um, so this one is not in the 2010s. This is going all the way back to 2004. Um, Tracy McGrady single-handedly uh, closing out the Spurs. I thought you were going to say John Kerry versus George Bush. That was, if it was, that was my top nine political moments. Uh, I do remember that. Uh, flip-flops. <laughs> Kerry always flopped. Did a lot of flipping, too. Yeah. Tracy McGrady had 13 points in 35 seconds. He was on the Rockets at the time um, versus the Spurs. Uh, it was just unbelievable. Tracy McGrady was on fire. It was when Yao Ming was on the team at the time. Just electric. Van Gundy was going nuts. I remember that. Yeah. I watched that on YouTube, I feel like, every seven yeah. months. It's just, it's just unbelievable. It's great. Yeah. Tracy that, McGrady on the Rockets. Movie. Yeah. Click a button, get mortgage. It was, it was, it's tremendous. Unbelievable. Never forget it. T Mac. I love T Mac. So smooth. Got lazy eyes. Yeah. But so smooth. Smooth. Tired eyes. We used to call a girl at UMass uh, T Mac because she had Oof. lazy eyes. That got out to her, then you'd be done. No, she didn't like it. Yeah. She did not like that. But shout out to Courtney. Um, hope she's doing well. Let's keep this moving and grooving. I got some more basketball. This is a game that I, I saw live. On in uh, February 2013, Steph Curry at Madison Square Garden. This is before Steph Curry became a household name. He scored 54 points at MSG, and this is I don't remember he was shimming after like every three pointer. And this is I think pretty much what like the start of his NBA takeover. Uh, he was like I it was I was I've, I was a huge Steph Curry fan, and I still am a huge Steph Curry fan. Um, and this like cemented like just my love for him. The way he plays, the way he's just like unconventional, yeah, chucking I mean, shots. It makes sense why you would like Steph Curry because he's Chef Curry. He's chefing it up. Yeah, he's he's cooking. He's always cooking. Yeah, I love Steph Curry, and he just has so much joy playing the game. He cooks a lot of wild bits. He does from places you wouldn't expect. Unconventional. He's, yeah, he literally changed. He has his he's own. He's an recipe. innovator. Yeah, yeah, his own line of sauce. Yeah, he's got so many haters. Also, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Bill Hader. And then you got Clay Thompson drinking chocolate milk. <laughs> you know those commercials? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, thought, I thought I was just picturing him on the sideline drinking chocolate milk. No. Like, I, no, he I, just I shoots around that. in a park drinking chocolate right. milk is the commercial. I love Clay. I'm, I'm Clay Thompson. I drink chocolate milk. What a crazy commercial. And what is the It's just chocolate milk. Is there a brand? I no, it's just, just an advertisement for chocolate milk. <laughs> Which just, you got to respect. Got to respect that. Good for, good for Clay. Good for chocolate milk. So this, my next one up is another um, early one, 2003, ALCS Game 7, Yankees versus the Red Sox, Aaron Boone walk-off versus Tim Wakefield. 
I remember watching that. I was I was up real late at home in in New Jersey, and uh, it was the first pitch in the bottom of the ninth, and the second off the bat, it was uh, you could you could just tell the entire stadium went nuts. Aaron Boone, I, Tim Wakefield, yeah, the knuckleballer. It wasn't it was the bottom? Of the, you say bottom of the ninth? Yeah, like thirteenth. Was it? Yeah, it was okay, thirteenth. That one numbers. Yeah. Tell my twenty ten. Twelfth maybe. It was extra innings for sure. Okay. Unbelievable. And now he's, yeah. the, he's the manager of the Yanks. Now he's the manager. So I watched that. That's like also the best baseball. That one and the one year after. Best baseball series of oh, all yeah. time. Oh, like yeah. not even close. Yeah. And again, I think that's the reason I can't get into baseball as much because I already saw that. it. Yeah. And there was so much like contention versus the Red Sox and the Yankees. They hate each other. Yeah. They were getting into fights. Don Zimmer. Oh, my God. I remember getting so angry just watching Pedro throw down Zimmer by the head to the ground. Unbelievable. Yeah. Pedro, classic. Anyway. Who's your uh, daddy? I was, one, I was one of those Mets fans who became a huge Red Sox fan. Because of just the Spikes and Yeah. So I was really into that series. Then the next one, I was crushed when Tim Wakefield got crushed by Aaron Boone. Um, but that was great to watch. I remember going into school the next day. And there were some people who were like super happy, and then there were a lot of people who were like bummed out. Yeah. And it was really late. It was super late. Yeah, I being super late. It was nice because you woke up and it, everything was like a little slow because everyone kind of like right. knew. Even the right, teachers right, right. were like, "Yeah, let's like take it slow today because there's yeah. more important things happening last right. night." That's funny. But you gotta love, gotta love that. We're all on the same page. Everyone was captivated by it. Yeah. Um, another one, 2010. This has to do with uh, dealing with Boston fans. Deal or no deal? Deal or no deal. Seidel up in the rafters. Mark T- Sanchez and the Jets beat the Patriots and Brady in the AFC Divisional Round playoff game. I was at UMass sophomore year. And uh, just, I think, the fact that I was surrounded by Boston fans and it was our f- only, th- only thing I could ever hang my hat on, uh, New York Jets beating the Patriots in the playoffs. I'm wearing a hat right now. I'm hanging it on my head. Um, I remember I just I I was so obnoxious after that game. I talked so much trash to like everybody. I was writing on people's Facebooks walls that I, I I barely knew being like how about the Jets? And that wasn't even Super Bowl win. That was like just a playoff win and they lost the next game. Which but, shows the potential and promise of a Jets fan. Yes. That's the best it's going to be. Exactly. I thought you were going to say the butt fumble. I was at that game. That's not in my top 9. That was one of the worst days of my life. That was on Thanksgiving. Never forget that. Like the Holocaust. Yeah, they uh, the Jets got those like stuffing for them. That wasn't a glitch in the pot. That, that I think that was our first authentic silence we've had on the Jesse didn't know, how to, didn't know how to react. No, I, I didn't react. I'm just breathing, meditating on it. I've, I've I've worked through it, but Jesse downloaded the app Headspace in the yes. few minutes that... exactly, and I just had a quick little session, and I am back to normal. Um, do you remember the butt fumble? I do remember, <laughs> and and you 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 re saying it as also helps me remember it as yeah. well. But you know what? I, it's it's made me stronger. It's made me those being a Jets fan, being a, a Knicks fan. It's made me take sports a little less seriously. Also, overall, like it doesn't. I think the butt fumble literally like I got emotionally angry and like uh, distraught about it. Now. Like the Jets are a joke right now. The Knicks are a joke. It doesn't make me angry. It's Have just, I told you joke. this bit that I've been trying? I haven't really like actually wrote it, but it's been in my head for two years, and I've tried to just like make it up on stage, and it hasn't worked. Basically, if you're over 25 and you 
like you let f- sports affect your day to day, like you're mentally ill. I haven't heard that bit. It's yeah. true. I agree with that. There's something like wrong with you. You just yeah, and and you just don't have a, a life. You don't like, have yeah. anything else going on for you. Yeah. Though we are both. We're, we talk a lot of sports, but it's more. Well, I love sports, and it's great. It's like it's amazing when your team wins. Yeah, but if they lose, it's sad in the moment. But like, if you let it, like, it shouldn't ruin your day or dictate your. If your it life. like, if it, yeah, if like you're, you're like, you can't like have a career, or <laughs> right. like you like can't be in a relationship, right. like, get over yourself. Absolutely, I agree. Um, and I think this is my number one. Was uh 2014? I was at this game. With my friend Billy, uh, Derek Bob Jeter, Thornton. what? Who? Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. It's, I love Billy Bob. Guy's a guy, absolute player. Remember, he, he banged Angelina Jolie in the limo on before the red carpet. I didn't. I don't know about that gossip stuff. It's 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 just a fact that. That's good to know. I could add it to my arsenal. It's good soup. Um, I went with my friend Billy Bob Thornton to the Yankee game. Jeter's last game. Um, and he hits a walk-off single to win the game to end his career. It's literally magical. The it was um, the Yankees were up at the top of the ninth, and they're playing the Orioles, and they came back to tie it. And then Jeter comes up with a man on second, hits a walk-off single, and it was just like magical. Like it was also Jeter, like he's not a really emotional guy, doesn't really uh, like go too nuts. But I remember seeing his. I was sitting in center field in the bleachers. I was being a creature and uh, reporting, reporting for the creatures, bleach, bleach report. Um, and Jeter, like I remember seeing him get emotional about like throwing his hands up, smiling. And the Yankees at that time didn't make the playoffs. This was just his last game. Playoffs. Playoffs. Um, yeah, it was just magical. Al magical. Um, <laughs> that's a nice one. Yeah. <clears throat> Are you talking about Billy? So Bob. all that time, that's great about Derek Jeter and everything. Remember that guy, Billy? I forget his last name, but I'm hoping you know it. He like sold vacuum cleaners or something, and then he died. Yes, I do. It was really sad. Billy? The, I do. I, I can picture him right now. I know. Kind of looks like Papa John a little bit. Uh, I, I don't know his last name. He was he was great. And then, Infomercial guy? And yeah, and then one day he just died, and everyone was sad. I was sad. I, that's who I went to the game with. <laughs> I went with Billy the vacuum guy to see Jeter. It was Al Magical. This is, this is a Fruit Loopy episode. All right. Yeah, I got two cans, Sam. Regroup. Everywhere. Much, I, I Tony really, the Tiger. It's, it's been two hours. I, right, this I, is, I think we already broke the record. Uh, we're, I think we're about to break the record. We still got two more. Let, let's two let's more fire segments. through these. You got, any, uh, you got any advertisements, Jesse? I got a quick one. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just zoom through it. It's uh, Subway's Buffalo Chicken Sandwich, obviously. It's their featured $5 foot long. It fancies a base of chicken strips, spicy buffalo sauce, and ranch sauce with your choice of bread, cheese, and veggies. Do you like taking the subway with some spice as your vice? Then hop on the train to your local subway and tell them Braze Bits sent you. Mm-mm, Buffalo Bits. I like that. Thank you. That was good. For my advertisement, I'm actually just going to give time back to the room. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. That's an honorable man right there. Giving time back to the room. So let's move on to Was That a Joke? Let's move on to Was That a Joke. Jesse, you, you got something? I sure do. I had dinner last night with my parents. Was that a joke? S- not yet. Um, I had dinner with my parents, my sister and her boyfriend. Um, and at one point, someone asked me what time it was, and I said nine eleven. 
and it, that was not a joke. Yeah, nine eleven. I look. I was wearing a watch at the time. Looked down, and I said nine eleven. People thought I'm being like a weird, like dark comic guy. Like, nope, it was nine eleven. I thought about being like it's nine twelve, it's nine ten. It was nine eleven. I feel like literally every third time I look at a clock, it's nine eleven. I know, right? It's crazy. Well, I think it is because you remember. Yeah, you look at a clock all the other times, and it's like oh, whatever, you don't register. It, yeah, it, it registers. Yeah, and isn't that weird? You said you're gonna lie about what time it was because you didn't want to say nine eleven. Yeah. Isn't that crazy that we do that? Yeah. So it's also, I think, just, I guess maybe I was paranoid about it, but I, I thought being like a comic or being like a weird, zany guy, they, they thought, thought it, I was... They, be, you I, thought it was your fault. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I know. I probably would have changed the time, to be honest. But then I would have hated myself, <laughs> and I probably would have brought it up here. Right. But I, I think I would have... Well, it depends. I mean... It was interesting. Yeah. It was also like... Yeah. Cause then I tried to like be like, no, it really is 9-11... It was it was a weird moment, but if there anybody who's at that meal is listening to this, I'm sure, I'm sure people in the restaurant also who weren't even at our table are listening to this. And then you got canceled, right? Yeah, but it was not a joke. Yeah, so I got canceled for nothing, Shane Gillis. So mine is was that a joke? <laughs> so <laughs> what I have on my notes it says really from a few months ago, and that's all it says. Okay, and then while you were saying yours, I was like. What, what, did it, what was that? What does that even mean? <laughs> is that a joke? But now, so that's kind of, was that a joke? But I do remember it now. So it was yesterday, but really from a few months ago. Um, hot yoga. So I, I do hot yoga. Nice. Sometimes there are these people at hot yoga who like go too all out. Like they're like breathing really loud. Yeah. Yeah, and they're yeah. like over. So it's, it's like, it's the same thing as people who grunt at the gym. Yep. When like you don't really need to be yep. grunting. Like why, where do you, who are you doing oh. this for? Yep. You're not doing it for yourself. Attention. They want attention. For they the want part. attention. But yoga, it's like, it's counterintuitive to do it. Number one, to be good at it. Like, like if you're overly, there's like some certain poses where it's like you kind of overly do it to the max. You're like not doing it right. Gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah. So they're doing it wrong because they think they're so good at it. Sure. There was someone like this yesterday, but it wasn't as bad as from a few months ago. But I couldn't believe... The guy from a few months ago was so bad. It's always a guy, which oh, you know, yeah. especially with hashtag not all men, but right. like men are the men do this way more than women. Um, especially when there's women around. That they, yeah, well, it's, to, it's yeah. a guy when they try to impress, but yeah. it's like who's impressed by that? Dressed to impress. They're yeah. not dressing in high yoga. They're not dressed. Well, they're undressed to impress. Right. Yeah, and these guys are always wearing like the speedo, which is so gross. I can't believe oh, that people what? do that with no shirt on. This guy, the guy from a few months ago, was. Okay. So, yeah, some guys in hot yoga wear, like, like Speedo-type. Most don't. Most have common yeah, sense. Michael but Phelps. every now and then, yeah, you got some Michael Phelps. You got, yeah. And they're showing off their Thorpedo. <laughs> nice. Nice Good one. one right? Good, nice package, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just like, well, is that a joke? Like, why are you, why are you doing it? Unfortunately, it doesn't sound like it is. Yeah. I thought about doing this as QAB, but I think it's more, was that a joke? Because it's right. like, so, it's so crazy to me because you go to, I think the reason I go to hot yoga is because it's like, it's the anti that right. person and that yeah. thing. You're just, you're going to like, um, to, to, to figure out how to, how to deal with that type of energy in the world. Right. So hot yoga to me is a place where that. Should be a safe zone for that kind of stuff. Yeah, just like it, like no, like you're not there. You're there to to not do that. Right. You're there to kind of get that out of your system. Right. And it's also impossible. You're not going to ever. At least I'm not 
I don't, I can't see you being the kind of person that's going to be like, hey man, like call them out on like. Well, no, you can't. You I can't. mean, it's 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 anathema, anathema of the state. Yeah, it's like you can't be like, hey man, just stop trying so hard. It's like, what are you talking about? This is this is what I'm. It's it puts you in a pickle, pickle Rick. Nice, Tommy pickle Rick. Yeah, pickle stick, pickle pick, kosher pickle, half sour pick. Yeah. So we're going to QAB? Let's do it. I got a quick QAB. This is more of a... Uh, just a Should we contextualize if any new Brazerbacks? QAB? Sure. Uh, QAB was originated by Goose, earlier mentioned. Shout out to Goose. Um, shout out to Pat. Shout out to Pat. Love Pat. Um, Goose would... Uh, QAB stands for questionable at best, and Goose would call out things for being QAB. So what do you got as QAB, Jesse? I got the... Gosh dang Golden Globes not having any female directors nominated. Um, I, I, I haven't seen a lot of movies this year, but um, my favorite movie of the year was Honey Boy, which was directed by uh, Alma... Mm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Her name is Alma Harrell. Really fell. Um, I was just off the top of my head. Her name is Alma Harrell, um, female director. Amazing movie. It's about Shia LaBeouf's early life when he's on Even Stevens, but that's just QAB. And Golden Globes is like known for not having female directors nominated, and just uh, I think that's pretty questionable. And and there's also other female directors I've heard have been doing great movies this year. So. Well, yeah, yeah, me I too. Mean, you're uh, what could I say? You know, you're a, a great guy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Great guy. What did you say? Honey Boy? Yes. And it's about Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. Have you ever seen American Honey? Well, who was that about? It's like Shia LaBeouf's in it. I don't think I saw it. It's like about these, like, is a few years ago. Also, female director, Andrea something. Andrea. Jones Roy? Andrea Jones Roy. Um, it's about, like, uh, the, the like group of, like, misfit, like, teenagers, and they, like, are on this bus oh, that's like led it. by this like this woman, and then they like go sell like magazine subscriptions or something. But it's basically about like lost teenagers mm-hmm. and how like marginal like people would be marginalized and kind of like all come from like you know like broken homes, and this is like their family, and right. it's kind of sad, but it's like really well done. Similar and to Sh- Honey Boy, yeah. So Shia LaBeouf is like the one of the main people in it, yeah. Um, probably the main person in it, and but everyone else is like a no name actor. Um, music is great, really well done. Love that. Um, but you know, good. We're getting we're getting on causes. We are female directors, Golden Globes. I didn't even know the Golden Globes. They're the like second to the Oscars. Pretty That's much. the one you drink at, right? Yes. People drink at it. Yes. I'm not a big awards guy. See, the thing is, so the thing is, like, obviously, all these awards, right? In terms of like the type, right? Like the Oscars are, you know, all, Oscars so white and all that. Yeah. Right. It's uh, it's a real shame, and it obviously you know you should vote in my in my opinion you know uh, all these awards things the people who should be nominated and win are the people who produce the best work sure and um, the the obviously the people who vote for that favor a certain type of work right that yep. is not you know reflective right. necessarily of you know. Obviously, it's a tough to objectively qualify what's the best. Nonetheless, um, I think the internet helped out a lot. The internet's helped out a lot with that. But I think the issue I have is that, like, if you're making art, 
who who cares about an award? True. Like not that not that not that people who do good work shouldn't be awarded with awards, but like I'm not I'm not doing braised bits for an award. Neither am I. You know? But I think I know I know what you mean. If you want to elevate I know your art. I, I know yeah. I know what you're saying. And for I, just, other I, I think like especially the Oscars, I just find it like icky. icky the icky. whole thing's like icky. icky so if you're like getting yourself into that, like as a filmmaker, if I was ever making sure. a movie, obviously winning the Oscars would yeah. be awesome. But like, it's, I don't know if you, if that's if that's your goal, then I feel like you're in the game for the wrong reasons. I agree. If your if your goal is to like be nominated for like the goal should be make an amazing movie or yeah. you know direct an amazing movie, right? Um, at the same time, obviously, more you know, more diversity should be reflected. It's my I, stance. I disagree. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a more joke. diversity of like you know, like on the opposite sense, I think it's like it's almost insulting to be nominated for something that's not deserved oh, based course. on something. I think that's you know, yeah. I don't think they should just nominate a female director just because she's female. Yeah, I, exactly. But there's been a lot of. I'm surprised this woman from Honey Boy was nominated. It was spectacular. American Honey is also spectacular, and it wasn't nominated for anything. Yeah. But I don't, you know, still good. We're still talking yeah. about it. Yeah. What do you got for Quab? What do I got for Quab? The amount of screens that were at the Newark airport. <laughs> so I feel like this must have been. I feel like it. <laughs> I was walking through this airport, and I was like, "This must have been what it was like in like the late 1800s when like electricity was first invented, and it was like overwhelmed by light, the light. pollution <laughs> at night." Just walking through this airport, like when you sit down at every table, there's like a screen, so you literally can't right. Like you can look. order food and stuff. And but every there's screens where the flights are. There's yeah. screens. So literally, I was like walking through most of the airport, and anywhere I looked, there was like some sort of screenage in my. People sent pick and rolls, some screens, a lot of yeah. backdoor screens, yeah, like free screenings. Yeah. There's so, and the problem I had is that they like turned. You know, it was like um like a TV, so it was like constant motion on the right. screens. So you couldn't look anywhere without a screen and you have catching your, own, your, your attention. Your own personal screen, yeah, on your phone. And yeah, my personal screen, but that one at least you could put away. Yeah, but it was you were literally in a situation where no matter where you looked, you were gonna have some sort of screen in your vision. And I mean, it's it's, it's like some sort of like pollution. Sure. Like there should I literally I uh, legitimately think there should be laws really around that. That'd be wild. I don't, I don't think that's possible. I'm sure there is. You Putting know, a law screen on pollution. screens? Screen pollution? Yeah. I mean, that'd be interesting. Rock and roll ain't screen pollution. <laughs> screen too. I know you did last screen. <laughs> nice. That's a nice one. Yeah. All right. Charlie's screen. Charlie's screen. <laughs> wow. Charlie screen. Winning. The guy, that guy's always winning. Yeah. Martin screen. Martin Screlly. Martin Screlly. He's in jail. Yeah. I see these real estate listings for there's Screlly, not Martin Screlly. There's like a, there's a there's New York City Screlly? there's a New York City real agent real estate agent whose last name is Screlly. And I'm like, man, that's a bummer. It's a tough last name. It's a tough last name. Yeah. If he's the brother. But also that's tough. Very tough. You know? Like I always feel bad for my siblings when, you know, we go on some crazy tirade on Braze Bits and get shamed. Right. And uh they're like, We're associated with that person. Right. Yep. So I, it's always like you gotta feel bad for the person who's like I'm just trying to sell my real estate. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I got this lunatic. Right. Change your name. Change I, got, your last I name. got this lunatic raising drugs 9,000%. <laughs> well, it's amazing that he's in jail. That's fucking awesome. 
Screlly? Yeah. I don't know. Again, I, I never really, I didn't follow that. It just seemed so insane. I just know that he was, he was raising prices for He was for raising, drugs. he wasn't brazen. Wasn't brazen. He was raising those prices. He was yeah. raising those prices. Yeah. He must be, I don't know, to be someone like that. There's always, there's always, not to defend the guy at all, but there's always more to every story. The guy's cruelly hurting in some way. He was a capitalist. I mean, he's he, a, he was gaming the system. He's gaming the system, doing terrible stuff, but you just hope that he figures the shit out. Like Tiger Woods. Yeah. In in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of jail, should we uh should we throw up throwing this podcast and lock up the keys? <laughs> yeah. Just bring in the closer. Bring in the closer. Bring in Mariano. Bits, 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 bits. Bits, 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 bits. Enter bits. Where are you gonna be? Bits. Who are you gonna bits, be? Bits, 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 bits. Ooh. So you clip that up. Remember when we, we wanted a, a theme song? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was that was, that was, my, that was my audition. Okay. One more time for it? Bits, 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 bits. Nice. That's bits, a bits, 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 bits. I mean, we could just clip that up and put that in there. That's that's fantastic. Or I could do it live every time. You should think you should. One more time. Pass the audition. You are passed. You passed. Actually, let's do a callback. One more time. Bits, 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 bits. Got bits. it. Even better. I'm sorry to cut you off. But that, that was really good. Okay. Where are you going to be? What do you have to plug? I have an announcement, actually. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm, you know, here and there. Greenwich Village, Golden Triangle, Lantern, Pear. I'm doing an Opa. You ever do that show? I have. Yeah. It's I'm fun. doing that, like, the next week or so. Nice. Um, Gerard and Castrotano? Nah. Uh, oh. Eugene Chang. Nice. It's a really good one. Cool. Get on it. I, I'll, I'll tell try. Him. Appreciate uh, it. But I am going to be recording a, I guess, special half hour. Nice. Half hour. March twenty, I get the twenty second. It's a Sunday. Fantastic. Yeah. Lantern at Lucky Jacks. Awesome. Yeah, Lucky Jacks Lower East Side. So spread the word. There'll be like an event up in a few weeks, but the Brazerbacks are the first to hear it. Good Love for you. you all to come. Audio. You're going to be opening. So wow. Yeah. So holy moly. Yeah. I'm honored. Yeah. So it's an event for the Brazerbacks. Fantastic. I mean, it's for me, but it's, it's also exciting. for the Brazerbacks. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to start. Like putting it up online, it would be tickets like five dollars. Sweet. Um, Are you gonna record audio and audio visual and or just audio? AV, AV, AV club. Love, love that. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. So you know, I think I think I'm ready. Absolutely. Yeah. You got you got time to. to I think I'm ready. Together. I'm not gonna wait around uh, waiting for Comic yeah. Central. I'm just gonna DIY. That's awesome. Yeah. It's exciting. So that's a, a big thing for it's me. March thirteenth, twenty second. It's like 22nd. the twenty whatever that Sunday is. Cool. Um. Undecided if uh, I'm going to do two or one. I actually like the idea of doing one. I don't like it's, it's comedy's the life. I, I like this, you know. We roll. We, right. we don't really edit. I think that that'll just put it'll make you make the, it'll put pressure on me. Break, but yeah. you know, I rise to the pressure. Absolutely. Yeah. Sweet. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. And you got time to plug it. Got time to plug it. Yeah. Awesome. Um. Yeah. So I got to plug. I'm going to be opening up for Lance Parker at his. Uh, <laughs> Is album recording March twenty second? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm also going to be this Saturday the fourteenth at Rockwell's restaurant in Pelham, New York. That's that host Sam Rockwell. That, Sam Rockwell. Nor, that clean uh, Norman set. Rockwell. Norman. Mark R- Norman Rockwell. Rocky McBrides. It's in Pelham, New York. Um, for anybody out there in the deep Bronx, Pelham one two three. And then the following Saturday, the 21st, I'm at Hooker Brewery, not Prostitute. It's just called Hooker Brewery in Hartford, Connecticut. Yep. That's some good stuff. Yep. Is that the, the clean show? 
No, the the one in at Rockwell's is the clean show. Pelham. Pelham, yes. One, two, three. Bingo. Take another Pelham one, two, three. Yeah. Should be interesting. I, I'll definitely have some some stuff to talk about next week. I'm sure it's going to be an interesting uh, show. Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. That shaved head. Yeah, he's like Billy. My friend Billy. Billy well, went, the vacuum guy. Yeah, well, I went to the... We could, you know what the funny thing about this? This is like what I hate. Like, so with the phone, you just look it up and we could figure out who it is. Right. But I kind of liked... The, the illusion. Of, I like yeah. the illusion where it's, you never knew who it was. Yeah. So I mean, we're and, just going to keep the illusion. Yeah. Uh, we won't Google it or Bing it. I, no. No. All right. Great pot. Or Yahoo. You can, if you want a Yahoo, it can. More of a Yahoo. Clay Thompson, chocolate milk. Yeah. Yeah, good pod. Solid pod. Thanks for listening, Bracing Bitches. Thanks, everyone. And we will be back the next time you listen to us. Yeah. Thank you. And good day. Good sir. day. Man. Bye.